0: All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here.
1: Welcome to Bull Bear Radio.
2: Market pricing nuts.
1: Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber.
2: Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle.
1: WBI brings you wealth-building market insights.
0: Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber, and this is Bull Bear Radio. It's episode number 78. I'm back.
2: And we're glad he's back.
0: I'm back from the West Coast. You know, a couple other guys doing the show last week, and they thought, you know, maybe, hey, we can make a run at this, you know, and we don't need that guy anymore. You know, I'm back. I'm back this week. So, uh, you know, another week, fourth week, it's looking like the uh, the market might be down in a row here, Don.
2: Oh, man, it's... You know, we heard about Black Monday. This is Bloody Friday. Wow, that's that's not ominous
0: or anything. I mean, we were just talking before the show here. I we might have some colorful comments from Don today. So, um, you <laughs> I'm, know, I'm, hopefully I'm, you can keep things in check here cuz I I don't want
2: to get banned from the uh iTunes community. You know, uh we were talking last week about, you know, Trump tweets and uh trying oh. to China speaks and in both cases today, they're saying bad well, stuff about each other. Well, I'm keeping an trade, eye on it. and man, the market is responding very negatively to what's going on here. So
0: today. I am uh, keeping an eye on the the news uh, blotter here today. It is Friday, August 23rd, uh, 3 p.m. as we're taping this, and... Uh, the news has been crazy today, right? We had Powell speaking in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I don't know why the guy didn't bring me out there. I I could have really supported the Fed's, you know, uh, thoughts on markets and the economy. Because um, it's one of
2: your favorite places? Yeah, it would have been great. Oh, it would have okay. been
0: great. But Powell warned in his, uh, of significant risks and, uh, you know, said that he, they're open to a September cut now. He did the, the type rope walk you know he didn't fall off the market didn't fall off by the way after he spoke everything was okay and then china came out and hit the united states with 75
2: billion in tariffs not too big but it, no, it's no, a sign not 75 billion in tariffs tariffs on 75 billion, billion in of products. goods yes they're lo- talking about lobbing out an extra 5% you know china already tariffs the heck out of the united states And which is uh, one of President Trump's problems. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, um, what's uh, fair, you know, good for one is good for the other. That's why we are escalating on the tariff side, because there are already tariffs all over the place from uh, China on the U.S. Yep. And increasing uh, the trade tensions is not a good thing. Uh, But it looks to me like by end of day, both parties will have significantly uh, turned up the rhetoric. And uh, the pressure in the system, which isn't good for global growth, Mm -hmm. which is why markets are down.
0: Yeah. And and two minutes ago, uh, the real Donald Trump uh, tweeted, uh, the Dow is down 573 points, perhaps on the news that Representative Seth Moulton, whoever that may be, dropped out of the 2020 presidential race. Uh, I don't think that's the the deal, dude. Four hours ago, he said, our country has lost, stupidly, trillions of dollars with China over many years. They have stolen our intellectual property at a rate of hundreds of billions of dollars per year, and they want this to continue. I won't let that happen. We don't need China, and frankly. Uh, would be far I don't know. Dude, Mark, uh, d- yeah, I mean there's like eight tweets here. Let's not read those. Jeez Louise. I thought it was one tweet, but I mean that's I, I just can't keep up with that action. So um anyway, uh yeah, so uh
2: we don't, we're we're awaiting
0: do- news though that he said he was gonna hit back.
2: Yeah. So anyway, so what the, only reason, the only back. reason why that's important to us here is because we try to navigate markets for our clients without losing all their capital in, uh, you know, uh, bear market scenarios and try to participate in bull market scenarios. And right now, the bears have it and the bulls don't. Yes, that is true.
0: The The markets are down very, very, uh, you know, sharply today uh, in the 2% range. This is really starting to impact the stellar year to date returns that the markets did generate for investors. Uh, as we speak here the Dow is down 1.995% today, S&P 500 down 2.3, Nasdaq the leadership down 2.567% today and respectively Dow, S&P, Nasdaq up 10, 13 and 17 for the year far off uh, the highs. I mean we're we were approaching, you know, 20% uh, or, or above 20% for yeah, most of these I, I indexes. Think,
2: I think the S&P was at, up 21 at one time. Now we're uh, heading towards uh, single digits, uh, and we'll just have to see how this thing lands. The important thing is, you know, this is this is risky. You know, we were talking about this last week. 1999. Okay, slow you know, down here. Slow down a little 19, bit. 1999, we had, um, you know, uh, in 98, uh, the Fed did a mid-cycle uh, adjustment on interest rates, a couple, two, three, because, you know, the economy started to slow down. And the market uh, responded, took off. I mean, big, big mm-hmm. time. But, you know, when you have an overheated, overvalued, bubble-type environment, uh, slowing growth, lower earnings, etc., cetera, you know, without even the uh, Trump wars and all this other stuff, tariff wars, excuse me. <sighs> trade wars, trade wars, yep. We, uh, you know, you have a a risk that markets are going to self-correct, reduce the overvaluation. And, you know, that's what happened in uh, 2000. But, you know, investors were caught because, you know, it looks safe after the Fed rate cuts uh, in 1998, early 1999, to jump back into markets. They were going to go up forever. That's what we heard people saying Mm -hmm. back in 1999. I talked to, uh, you know, clients and, and the general consensus was that, you know, Any idiot can make 20% in the markets Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, like throwing darts. I've heard that one this year, by the way. And this year, you know, we get in some of the same thing. And, you know, the only thing we can do is caution investors. You know, fear of missing out on returns sometimes leads to tremendous losses. And until this thing starts to, you know, uh, find its base, you know, where we can finally see some uh, economic growth start to emerge, which we are a long way from. Uh, markets are really, really, really dangerous. Okay, at this so point.
0: so a couple things here. Uh, very interestingly enough, everybody talks about this year's returns, year-to-date returns, right? And they're all excited about this. They have FOMO. They want to get in. They want to get all this this return that they think they're missing out on. Meanwhile, over the last year, right. The S and P 500 has now went negative, uh, a little less than a percentage point now. The Nasdaq is down now 1.168 percent on a price from a price perspective over the last trailing one years. For right now, uh, the Dow is actually slightly positive, believe it or not. Can you believe that? Yeah, I believe the it. Dow's Dow's been kind of doggy over the last few years, but it's doing pretty good. But by the way, small and mid cap down 14.6. Percent, holy cow! Since, since
2: last August, you know, this time we're talking about a year ago, and investors all year. If you if you talk to them from the day after Christmas, when the uh, uh, markets took off uh, and recovered four or five percent, uh, maybe even a little more towards the end of the year in the last couple of trading days, and then Chairman Powell did his famous flip flop on um, raising interest rates in December, going to an extremely accommodative. Uh, policy stance in January, on the 4th of January, the markets rallied like crazy. Uh, We're up almost 10% just for the month of January. All that is starting, you know, we're starting to give most of that back. Um, And really investors who have piled in since then have been buying high. That's what investors tend to do in late stage bull market rallies, That are looking for a reason to go down instead of up. Now, check this out, right? We were talking about this last night. Uh, Department of Labor came out and
0: said that uh, the United States added 500,000 less jobs over
2: the last 18 months. Somebody's been cooking the books. Cooking the books. So what's going on? So, you know, what's this saying? Maybe we don't have as full employment and a uh, good uh, growth rate in, in jobs as everybody thought. Hmm. Okay. So so you, you think with some of these numbers, maybe,
0: you know, uh, this, this is a sign a little bit of that economic weakness, the slowdown in, you know, corporate expenditures and, and spending recently. Obviously, they've been doing the stock buyback thing. Right. Hey, they're not adding employees back like uh, so,
2: the survey said. You know, there's, there's basically three components, major components to uh, GDP. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fourth, and we'll talk about that too. So there's four major components to GDP. The most powerful, and the one that is just about 70% of the U.S., uh, GDP or gross domestic product, the total output of the economy for the year is driven by consumers. So almost 70% of the U.S. economy is driven by consumers. And that's why everyone's so uh, uh, interested in making sure that the consumer spends lower interest rates tends to help consumers to borrow and spend more. You know, if you have lower interest rates on mortgages, mm-hmm. um you know you don't have as much, you know, uh, a a larger a, a larger mortgage payment, you can spend some more on other things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um you know, all of these things have helped the uh consumers stay in the marketplace. But you know, um businesses don't like uncertainty any more than investors do, and uh capex, which is uh what Businesses spend on uh, business investment, on goods and and um, or, excuse me, on uh, plant and equipment, and unemployment um, has been falling like a rock. That's typically hmm. about sixteen percent on average of the economy. Last year it was very strong and helped give us that four percent number for the third quarter. Now, you mentioned mortgages, right? Um, new home and existing home sales in
0: uh, new York City, uh, Jersey City, and White Plains have both existing and new home sales dropped like a rock over the spring and summer selling season mm-hmm. we've had very low interest rates what's the rub here? Why are people not well, uh, I, you know I think you know buying and investing in real estate like they were Is this some of that's salt
2: a, tax some of that's a salt tax. I think it's coincident with you know, the, uh, what I believe is bad tax policy that um, was enacted as part of the good tax policy of cutting the um, business um, uh, top tax rates down so that we're more competitive. Uh, in and, and the way they chose to pay for that mostly was uh, taking away the deductions for the state and local and property taxes and mortgage interest rates. Um, and mm-hmm. that really impacts... You know the high um, property values in the Northeast, in the and, Northeast, and, and in California. On the West Coast. Yeah. so East and West Coast, Pacific really, Northwest, it, it really hurts. And mm-hmm. you know, New York, uh, Connecticut, um, New Jersey, uh, California are you know four states that are supremely struggling, struggling, struggling from a new home from, and existing yeah, home, standpoint. from a real estate yeah, standpoint. Yeah, right. And so, I, you know, we typically watch real estate, the the, the housing because it's like market. the leading edge of uh,
0: yeah. You know, what's going on in the economy? Are people actually spending money on homes or not spending money on homes? You can see this in durable goods and all that kind of stuff, too. Look, we're going to take a, a break uh, for just a moment and we'll be right back.
1: WBI's original active risk managed investment process targets the optimal blend of bear market protection and bull market participation. Our bull bear strategies combine our time-tested multi-factor security selection models with our advanced dynamic trailing stop process to help protect capital for conservative or moderate investors. Learn more over at wbiinvestments.com.
0: All right. So we're back, you know, follow us on, uh, you know, Twitter, WBI president, WBI CEO. I've heard some people say at WBI president at WBI CEO for the, the Twitter handles, but I think everybody knows the ampersand signs, you know, there. I'm not sure. It's, it's really weird stuff. And then you can get us on Google Play, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, anywhere you want to listen to podcasts out on your back porch, use a tune in app, uh, but you can check us out. So do that. Uh, if, if you want uh, more insights, go to WBI uh, about what we're talking a little bit more, co- more, more coherent. Like I, I do. We, we do a podcast. I can't talk uh, a little bit more coherent written word, you know, if, if you'd like that.
2: So so uh, we've got a little bit of that on WBINsights.com. So housing, uh, let's talk let's finish. Housing. Let's finish up the thought on housing. So housing is typically a leading indicator. If housing is growing and doing well, the economy should follow that because it really influences most of the economy. People mm-hmm. buying stuff. Uh, You know, when they uh, are buying new houses or they're renovating their house, those Mm -hmm. are typically good things. We saw some decent numbers out of Lowe's, you know, and Home Depot. Uh, People are spending some money on their houses, you know. Uh, Interest rates have really come down from being in the fours down into the low threes on uh, mortgages. Mm -hmm. Those are good things. But even with all of that, housing broadly, not just in the Northeast or in the West Coast, is slow. And, um, you know, the builders and uh, the other folks that are in the housing side of the marketplace are starting to struggle. And we're watching that pretty closely because that is an indicator, Mm -hmm. along with like the the inverted yield curve and all this other kind of good stuff that everybody talks Uh, about, that, you know, the economy could be slowing and we could be facing a recession. Oh, you used the R word, man. Why'd you have to do that on the episode
0: today? Well, because
2: most of the most of the rest of the uh, uh, countries around the world, the globe global Mm -hmm. economy, is moving fast into a recessionary trend.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah.
2: Like where? Er, Recessionary. Germany. Germany's in recession. Germany isn't looking so good. Yeah, and they're predicting, uh, German officials are predicting that they're going to have another third uh, quarter in a row of negative GDP growth. That certainly isn't good. That's not good. No, that's not good. And they're the strongest, uh,
0: you know, most mightiest uh, economy in in Europe. And there's a big talk about uh, another round of uh, QE, quantitative easing, in Europe to try and make sure that the wheels
2: stay on and they don't go into... you know, uh, a depression in certain economies. Yeah, my my opinion is that uh, they've already taken monetary policy about as far as they can in. They're mm,
0: going to take it, it a little bit further in
2: Europe, and they're going to take it a little further. But they would be much better off spending the money, uh, providing a permanent capital base to grow the economy through fiscal stimulus. Germany's got all kinds of restrictions on using uh, fiscal stimulus because it increases their deficit, and uh, they're the most deficit. Um, uh worried about deficit economy in uh, in the world in the world just about. You know, they like to be the uh no, Fiscally the responsible. No debt the no debt country. Fiscally responsible, in other words. Yeah, they don't want to owe anybody any money in other words. That, exactly.
0: So, you know, we do have I, I hate to, you know, you you threw out the R word.
2: How about the B word? Brexit. Well, Brexit, you know. Still it, hanging out there. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you got to be careful. You know, Great Britain is a strong economy. It's been um, uh, holding up pretty well. It's starting to show signs that it's slipping. You know, uh, somebody ought to pick up that Brexit banana peel before, uh, you know, the Great Britain economy falls down and hurts itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Boris Johnson is a big favor. Uh, uh, a of a hard Brexit, he's not so worried about it. He's softened that in, I think, recent weeks, hasn't he, a little bit? I hope so, man. Because, you know, I really do believe that they need to, uh, you know, work with Europe so that uh, they don't crater uh, already weak economies further. Yeah, well, you know,
0: one thing that's looking a little soft, uh, you know, housing prices have been looking soft in Australia. Australia's had, you know, a record economic growth. They haven't had a recession in, you know, twenty or thirty years—it's incredible. But uh, they're starting to soften. People are getting worried down under too. So, it, it doesn't look like the the global slowdown is is confined to some of the bigger names. The China's. The United States has looked a little weaker. The Atlanta Fed's GDP now forecast is around
2: 2.2%. So a little bit of an uptick from where we were a few weeks hey, ago. Hey, surprisingly, the U.S. data came in pretty good until we got that 500,000 less jobs this morning. Things were looking pretty rosy after last week's- uh, Lousy? Is that like lousy? Lousy. Lousy, lousy someplace. and rosy together? Yeah, someplace. I like it. That's That, that was a metaphorical slip. Um, but it works. It works. It's a lousy picture. <laughs> a lousy picture.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, um, you know, no new news yet on on the on, on the presidential front. Uh, market's still down pretty good. There's only about, uh, you know, uh, 40 minutes left in the trading session here today. Uh, if a, uh, a well-timed tweet were to come out in the next ten minutes or so, this thing could come back, maybe. But it's it's looking pretty dire at this uh, state in the day here. This will be the fourth week that markets are down. Don, what do you think about uh, like we're we're coming into the last week of August here? I would anticipate, in my view, that we we limp. Into the finish line here, August is is toast for the month. It's going to be either down or, or or flat for the month, depending on uh, where this thing en- ends up. But uh, what do you think for September?
2: Uh, September and October are very dangerous months for the market. You know, I oh. think if the Fed builds a consensus around, you know, that they're going to cut and, um, you know, this isn't a, a mid-cycle adjustment, as, uh, you know, Powell had said before, he, kind of um walked that back a little bit and mm-hmm. indicated that you know hey they stand ready to cut interest rates again and you know there's been a deterioration globally for sure uh and they're continuing to watch things very carefully so i think that we could expect another 25 basis point cut in september i think that'll help hold the markets in a little bit uh depending on how nasty the uh you know trade and tariff uh talk is and mm-hmm. if we get you know some kind of uh promising uh resolution or a promise of resol- resolution on the uh uh trade and tariff side you know you could see the market uh actually fly uh mm-hmm. if the reverse is true and we get more negative uh overtone uh it could be a really really tough couple of months going into uh holiday season okay so um
0: you know i i have to revise my last comment so uh, really we'd have to have a stunning week next week for us to, uh, recoup the losses so far of August. Wait, down- wait a minute. Wait a
2: minute. <gasps> <gasps> oh, that's about as, helpful, as long as I'm willing to hold my okay. breath for that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, down about 5% actually in the month of August so far, uh, through today as we speak. So, I mean, we'd have to have a rip roaring week next week for us to get back to flat. So I don't think that happens. So, so August is it, we're going to limp into the finish probably with, it, with a negative return. September and October, you're saying a little rocky unless the Fed comes through with maybe a big cut, um, and uh, maybe we get a resolution to this trade war uh, later in the fall.
2: <gasps> nah, forget it. Okay, so you're <laughs> you're you're thinking we're, the volatility is here to stay. I think it's a, you know, as, as we keep saying, it's a dangerous time to be. And more risk uh, to the downside? It's, it's a dangerous time to be long and strong. I would be careful going into here. Uh, if you've had an opportunity to participate in this marketplace and you've got some really juicy gains, you may want to, you know, uh, check your bet there and uh, take a little cash uh, off the table. You know, um, I, I like uh, uh, Kenny Rogers' song, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Know, yep, know when to walk away. Wow, and yeah. know when to run, brother.
0: Well, this isn't a, a good headline on the on the Bloomberg terminal. Best of luck finding technical support for the S and P 500. Um, that that means if the market keeps going down,
2: it it could fall a long ways. So, well, we're pretty far below. T- uh, you know, we we fell below the 200-day moving average again, and uh, we're kind of piercing resistance levels. If this thing gets down you know, through the resistance, then, you know, it's got a ways to fall, uh, further, most likely, you know, you never know, uh, the markets are really, uh, being manipulated and controlled by, uh, the president and the fed. Um, and we'll just have to see what's going and, on. And that recipe could work if we do have the trade res, trade resolution
0: and maybe some, uh, you know, uh, stimulus from the fed in the way of, uh, interest rate cuts so we'll have to see how september materializes i guess huh? well you know when, you,
2: when you're trying to uh build a really uh kind of gourmet dish and you don't have a menu uh you don't really know what the ingredients are and you're kind of winging it it can work out really brilliantly or really a disaster mm. we'll see which one happens
0: all right well that's bull bear radio for this week this is bull bear radio where each week you can count on our real market news and advice Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com.
1: Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of the WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of false. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations services and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.